Sinister Parlor. Sinister Parlor. Sinister Parlor. Sinister Parlor. <laughs> Good evening, fiends. Welcome to another episode of Sinister Parlor Podcast. I'm Zombie Barbie, joined with my awesome and amazing co-host, my best friend, the one and only Bud motherfucking Vino. Oh, we're in the call and Bud Vino, the dynamic duo, air date of the show, September 12, 2020, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Rhiannon, you look ravishing tonight, per usual. Thank you. You look gorgeous as well. Oh, I, it's <laughs> unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Uh, yeah, show number three, Rihanna. We're excited. We're going to go organic tonight. We decided, what are we going to do? We're going to just have a, a show where we talk about different movies. I've had some people behind the scenes say, you know, I love your shows, but I, we've had some great shows so far with Chris Duran and yes. Mr. Larry Zerner. Friday the 13th, uh, three, and Halloween H2O, respectively. Mm-hmm. So I had some people say, we love it, and we want to see you guys break down some movies. So, Rihanna, we said, what, what movie? And I think pretty... Instantly, you came up with one, and I loved it. What was it, Rhiannon? I'll let you do it. It is 2003's Freddy versus Jason. I got Freddy. You got both. Yeah. Well, and as I told Rhiannon before the show, I was trying to think of a shirt, because I knew she would... It wasn't planned, but I knew that she would probably wear a Freddy shirt. (laughs) So I was looking for the appropriate Jason shirt, and I have a couple. Mm -hmm. But then I remembered I have the Freddy versus Jason shirt, so... So I figured. I've got a couple of those too, but this is one of my favorites. I only have Freddy. He's my guy. <laughs> I've got a couple of Freddy shirts. So I have a really cool 84 part one. Okay. Um, and I have uh, another one that's kind of a part two-ish, which is cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So how you been, Rhiannon? We haven't been on the air and like, we took like a little hiatus. We did, but we, you know, with everything that's been going on, as far as we've been busy and working and sick and... Labor Day. Yeah, we're like migraine buddies. Oh, yeah. Well, I I tell Rhiannon that if we were women, we'd share periods. (laughs) We We would line up. But but we line up with migraines, and I asked Rhiannon, I said, Rhiannon, can we use the word cunty on the air? And she (laughs) said, well, we can say whatever we want, because I, the other morning I had a massive migraine, it was like 4 a.m., and... It wasn't directed toward Rihanna at all. We were very respectful, but I was kind of cunty. I was in a mood. So I said, Rihanna, so I tell people sometimes I can get in a, 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 a bad mood too. So can we say cunty on the air that I was being cunty the other day? She said, absolutely. Yeah, say let's say cunty. So I was. Say cunty. I was. <laughs> and Rihanna was a good friend, um, and she pulled me out of it. And I pull her out of it sometimes, but the other morning you pulled me out of it, Rihanna. So I thank you. You thank are you welcome. Thank you for always doing it with me too. Because we'll, like, bitch back and forth to each other, like, Yeah, well, it was the migraine, too. And it was one of those things where I'd had it, and and I had a massive melt issue, Mm -hmm. which I'm lucky. I got to get that checked out, too. Um, But it cleared itself up, and I'm still alive, but I was in a mood. I hadn't slept much, either. Yeah. And we caught some of it at 4 a.m., and I I told Allison when she woke up to us, hey, just so you know, you're not the only one that catches it. <laughs> I didn't direct this toward me, but I was in a mood this morning, so it wasn't just you. And she said, well, tell her that I can, I can empathize. I, said, well, I, <laughs> I see all these, met, like, like what was it, nine or ten voice messages, and I was like, oh, and I'm just opening yeah. my eyes. I'm like, holy crap. Well, it was funny, oh. because I did, I fell back asleep, and I had forgotten kind of about <laughs> it, so I saw your responses, like, I love you, and this and that, like, it's, I hope you feel better, and you'll call me, whatever. It took me, like, a half, so I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot I was, I was really... 
I was really in a mood at like 4 a.m. I said, so thank you for listening to me back. So she said. Anytime. That's good. what I'm here for. <laughs> it was good. It was good. And I told Rhiannon that later that day, I think it was, I said, Rhiannon, this is going to make for good. Well, this is all just part of the show. Yeah. We'll bring it up on the air. Yep. Yep. Show our human fallibility. That we have cunty moments. <laughs> we do. We all do. But it brought us to Freddy versus Jason. Yes. One 2003 episode. release, Rhiannon. Mm -hmm. And I believe you saw that in the theater as well, you said, right? I did. Yep. So with um, uh, Halloween, you know, as we had talked before with Chris, I saw the uh, H2O and then the 2018. Those are the only ones I actually saw in the theater. But then with Nightmare on Elm Street... This is one of the only ones I saw in the theater, you know, as a new release. Um, I've seen the original one just when they re-release it every couple years. They'll put it in the theater. Mm -hmm. But this is the very first one that was like, holy shit, this is out. I'm going to go see it. And I freaking loved it. Yeah, I did too. I saw it in the theater. I went alone, I remember, in 2003. And I, I kind of wanted to go alone. before I knew Allison a few mm -hmm. years before. And I, I was really able to focus. I enjoyed it. I'm a purist, but I still enjoyed it. A lot of people didn't like that Ronnie Yu, you know, the director's kind of Japanese influence with the over, you know, the, the overblown blood. I, I loved it. It was fun. I thought it was a really fun movie. Yeah, me too. And it's like, I just thought it was a really good idea how they mixed them together. Even, you know, a lot of people didn't like the story behind it. I liked the story. I thought it fit and I thought it went well. Yeah, well... A lot, there's a lot, there are a lot of plot holes, but I've talked to Allison about this too. She's sneaking by. Maybe she tiptoed, like she would make a lot of noise or something. But I, <laughs> thank you, baby. Um, but as I told her, and she likes to point out this at times too, because sometimes I'll, I'll get really annoyed with plot holes. That makes no sense. But as she says, and I agree, it's a movie. Just yeah. have fun with it. And Freddie versus Jason is, it's supposed to be fun. It was fun. It, it's nostalgic. It brings up, and there are some plot holes, but there are in a lot of movies. That's why it's a yeah. movie. You're allowed to do that. It's fantasy. Yeah. You know, people, some people get upset with the plot holes. I'm like, wait, wait, you're upset with this plot hole that isn't reality, but Jason, the killer who's been resurrected a million times and Freddie, who's dead, you know, none of it based in reality. Mm -hmm. The fact that Jason can't get from A to B in reality that quick is Again, have fun with it. <laughs> yeah, I you really know? liked um, like how in the beginning he uh, Freddie is like telling the story of who he was and you know what he did and you know how he's trying to come back and he's using Jason. I loved how they started it that way. His voice. Is oh, I love that. Out. Yeah, I love that beginning. Mm -hmm. I do too. Um, and again, it it, it kind of it put, the idea of it. I know was at the end of Adam Marcus's Jason Goes to Hell was when you see. Freddie's glove come up out of the ground and pull Jason's mask down. And then yeah. there were times, I believe it was Friday the 13th, part seven in 1988 was originally supposed to be that Freddie versus Jason, but they couldn't get it done in terms of lawyers and everything else. So they came up with the Jason versus Carrie uh, kind of thing with Friday the 13th, part seven, a new blood uh, with the whole uh, telekinesis and all that. Oh, um, okay. So, and then later Adam Marcus, I, I, I believe, I know that, with Freddie's glove coming up and pulling uh, Jason's mask out of the end, I believe they thought they were going to have something done too around that point. And then mm -hmm. Jason X ended up coming out as well and things like that. So um, when Freddie versus Jason came out, there were certain things I don't think that could be filled. And the way they did the beginning, getting back to that, I think it, it, it brought everything up to date real quick mm -hmm. in, in the quickest possible way, in the quickest possible most simplistic way Freddie could bring him back and make it make sense and just get right into the action without too much 
drawn out of how he got involved with Jason. You know, it's just yeah. back and forth. But yeah. I loved it. It got it going right away. I just wonder how he knew who Jason was. Again, a plot hole. See, yeah. this is where fan films come into it too, Rhiannon, because mm -hmm. you, you could start writing from that perspective, I, you know, and, and things like that. So, yeah, yeah. I want to see it, Rhiannon. You're I, the writer. I am the writer, but I don't want to do a fan film. No, no, me either. Too much work. No, yeah. we'll just act in it. Yeah, but see, not, see, that would work. And write some stuff too, yeah, so. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, Freddy versus Jason or fan film? Freddy vs. Jason. Yes, yes. It's one that I can watch over and over. Um, the Idaho Horror Film Festival will do these events throughout the year, and they'll show like some of the older movies. And you go to um, the brewery or you know different areas, and they'll you know play it like in the back of the brewery up on the wall. And I went last yeah. year and saw this one again, and I was like, "Fuck, I forgot how much I really love this film." Yeah. You get all excited, and you're all got like chills and shit. Well, I love having them both in the movie. I, I like the fight scene. I know a lot of people were yes. uh, up in arms with Kane Hodder not getting the role of Jason. I understand. If you look, I think a lot of people have different opinions on why he didn't get it and the different politics mm -hmm. involved. But if you look at Robin Englund's height, being, I believe, right around 5'10", 5 5'11", 5 mm -hmm. I think they wanted someone in Jason that towered over him. And, and I think Kane Hodder, he's a good size. I think he would have, but I think they wanted someone at the time that was... You know, kind of that Frankenstein type of huge, big, big, uh, and Ken Krinzinger fit uh, that bill. Who, ironically, as you may or may not know, Kane Hodder threw into uh, over a counter in a in a, in a diner into to a big glass window, and Jason takes Manhattan by the Thirteenth Part Eight. Oh, um, yeah, Ken Krins was it? I always get it wrong. Ken Krinzinger, isn't it? Krinzinger, Krinzinger, Krinzinger. That's what it is. I looked it up. K I R Zinger. But and Jason takes Manhattan is a scene where a chef comes out of the bat as Jason busts through this diner window, mm -hmm. and this big chef comes out to try and take on Jason. Jason throws him into the glass. That was Ken Prinzinger who played Jason in Freddy vs. Jason. Oh wow, that's crazy. Kane Hodder crew, yeah. Dang, yeah, I didn't know that. For the longest time, I thought Kane Hodder did play it, um, but then I heard yeah. you know a bunch of stuff about. It wasn't him, and people were pissed off about that. But yeah, uh, well, everything happens for a reason, as we said with Chris Durant. Yeah, you know. So, but Kane Hodder was awesome um, in Seven and the four, the other four he did. So, mm -hmm. um, that's off to him for that. But I didn't think I. A lot of people didn't like the sympathetic Jason in Freddy versus Jason, making him that kind of almost the, um, you know, kind of sad little boy, kind of the, with the eyes and the way the mask was in the face. I dug it. I thought it was cool. Well, yeah. Because he kind of seemed, you know, he's got those, like, mother issues, and I don't know a lot about Friday the 13th, but, I mean, isn't that kind of why he's on the warpath and shit, because of his mom? So, I mean, that is kind of a sentimental type thing. Well, yeah, it is. And I was, the other ones make Jason more of a, I think they did that with Freddy versus Jason more glaring, because, remember, Freddy's a, you know, a, a kid killer, a child killer, a teen killer. So they, I think they wanted to make Jason almost seem like one of his chocolate victims yeah. in the sense and, and almost make it like, you know, with Jason kind of fighting back and then, him, you know, it was a whole, I think they purposely brought the emotion out of the characters visually more so. I mean, Freddie looked, Robert England was always, Freddie looked like Freddie. Yeah. Um, but Jason, I think they, they, they wanted to split sides and really have your root for somebody. I yeah. Think, so. Yeah.
I thought, yeah, I thought it was just done so good. The fight scene, though, I loved the fight scene, and the music that they added to that scene was just like, yeah, mm-hmm. fuck, let's go. The soundtrack's <laughs> pretty badass. I bought the soundtrack when it came out in 03 as well. Oh, shit. Yeah, the CD, yeah, it was pretty good. But yeah, I liked it. I liked the soundtrack. It rocked pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I like it. I, I, I like the whole thing. I like the I like the fight scene too, and I like from where it starts. I, I love the uh, where they're poking Jason. Jason breaks the guy's neck, and then he you know catches on fire, and then he's going after everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where the whole thing really gets good in the end. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, I've watched it quite a few times. It's a fun one around this time of year as we creep up toward Halloween. I know. I'm so excited. So Speaking of Chris Duran, yeah. He said that, you know, he was upset because Halloween's been canceled out there in L.A. He's oh, yeah. like, I don't know if you saw his post. I don't so, think I saw his post, but I've been hearing, because I have a lot of family down there, I've been hearing a mm-hmm. lot about it. Everything's closed down. Everything. Yeah. It didn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. But we've got to, but we have to, um, we're going to have to have Chris on around Halloween if he's not, because if he's not out killing people. He'll have time. He's not allowed out. And you're, you're going to, I saw a meme, I don't know if it was his or somebody else's, it's like, this year, Michael Myers is going to be walking around. He has no one to kill, and he's going to get yelled at for wearing a mask <laughs> by certain people. So, you know, he can't win. But, yeah. But I talked to Chris the other day because we had talked to him about coming back on and reviewing a movie at some point. So maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll have him. My mind's going as we as I digress a little bit. But maybe we'll have him review, like, the original Halloween for us. That'd be cool. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll talk to him about it and see, see if something he would like to do. Yeah. Hell yeah. He's amazing. That was so much fun. Yeah. We'll do it again. So we'll give a shout out to Chris because I know. I, see, see what I'm doing? I'm locking him in. Yeah. Chris, you're coming on. Saying, right? Watch Rihanna. Rihanna, watch us. Watch how it works. Rihanna, how amazing would it be to have Chris back on around Halloween? Oh. Wouldn't it? Make our dreams come true. Yes, that's all I want for Halloween. I remember you were crying thinking about him not doing it. Um, so we're not trying to make you feel guilty, Chris. Um, but please, I don't want to hear Rianne crying again that you might not come on on Halloween. So please, let's let's do it, Chris. And we'll both get migraines if you don't. That's not good. <laughs> it isn't. Mine, I was actually happy because it was one of those situations, you know, Rianne, we get those same sort of migraines when we kind of know they're coming and we know... They're going to get bad. Oh, yeah. So I kind of tried to stay motionless toward the end of the, like, when we were going to come on, like, hours before, because, like, literally. But it kind of went away. Good. Yeah, I did. I feel a lot better. So, again, I think it was your energy. Oh. You said, no, bud. Not tonight. Release the we're doing good. Ed- Right. I can feel it. <laughs> See? I can, I can feel it. Like, you're pushing not too hard. You'll push me right out of the chair. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Good. I'm glad. So, yeah, like, oh, so man. I feel good. So we're going to do a lot more. We have some more guests planned in the future, too, Rihanna. We have some people that we're working on, people we're locking in times for. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be fun, and we want to break it up with this, and it's been fun so far. Yeah, we'll kind of keep everybody on their toes, do some me and you, do some with guests, do me and you, some with guests. Yeah. Super exciting. Yeah, well, one of, one of the people, sorry, man, one of the people that told me that they want to see us review some movies is my friend John Mundy, who I've, I've mentioned before, and I grew up with him in Nashville, New Hampshire which is the southern part of New Hampshire, not far off from Boston. Oh, okay. And um, he, he had mentioned it a few times about us reviewing some movies. So part of this comes from John's inspiration and some other people out there too, but John has said it for a, a while now. So, John, I'm making your dreams come true today and tonight. 
So John likes to listen to us while he's at work. He works from home, so he'll put us on uh, usually like Monday morning. He'll watch the shows. He's always done that. And John and I have known each other since we were kids, young kids. Thank you, John. (laughs) He's a good man. He's a good man. He's a good friend. So, yeah, and so we're doing this Freddy versus Jason review. Is it a review, or is it just a breakdown, or just our opinion? What do we call it? All of the above. I don't know if it's yeah. such a review, but it's like we're talking about it because we both love it, and then we're just kind of yeah. talking about points about it. I was maybe we should talk. You should disagree with me on something, or I'll disagree with you just for effect. Oh. Uh, no, it's it, no, it's good. I was actually hoping I did read. I've read a few times, and somebody had shared something with me a couple years ago about you know Freddy versus Jason two, and I know there's been a lot of different talks and this and that. I would love to see something. I don't know what they would do. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of part. You know what, well, I say part one, Freddy versus Jason of all three. Of course, Jason won that fight, Rhiannon. Oh, um, because oh, I don't know about that. It, here we go. Uh-oh. I threw one in. Because <laughs> he walks out of the lake with Freddy's head, right? So you think he wins because he, Freddy's head's cut off. But he winks. Yeah. He winks. Freddy winks. So what do you make of that, Rhiannon? What happens right after that? He winks like, yeah, this motherfucker ain't got shit. I'm coming back. Right, but does he wink and then all of a sudden look down and realize he has no body and then go, oh shit, I'm just a head? <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, because he didn't really look down yet. He just kind of opened his up. Maybe he's like, oh shit, I'm about to get him. Oh shit, I'm, I'm, no, I'm just a head. <laughs> I can't really do much. Just swear at Jason. He uses oh, my head shit. as a bowling ball. He plays beach, beach bowling on the side of the lake. I don't know. No, I bet it was a wink being like, yeah, you guys think that he won, but. I'll be back. Don't worry about it. I was that the dream world? Me. It was part, maybe it was a dream world, and, and Freddie goes and you know, comes back. We just kind of yeah. What does my kid, my youngest kid, call it? Not what is, I don't know. He calls it something with a metamorphosis. I don't. I don't know the kid jargon. I just pretend I do Shit, to seem cool, but I don't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, something like that. But I, I, I think it just ends up where Jason just tosses Freddie's head in the water when he gets fully out, and Freddie's head drowns. Because he has no arms or legs, so he can't even doggy paddle. He can't even doggy paddle. <laughs> <laughs> he's in big trouble. Yeah, but then if he dies, he's going to end up going back to Dream World anyways, so he'll be himself again. Well, this is a forever argument, Rhiannon, on who won. And it was pretty even. It was pretty even. They both bleed like a MFR, if you notice at the end. My lord. Yeah. Yep. It was a tie. Well, it was, a, it was kind of a good thing. I was seeing. I watched the Cinema Snob review on it. I love Cinema Snob. Brad Jones, anyone out there, go to YouTube check out Cinema Snob. Brad's the best. Um, <laughs> but he talked about like the the um, overabundance of blood. He, there was something else I was going to mention about Brad the Cinema Snob, but I just totally lost my train of thought. It'll come back to me. I usually do that once a show me my full brain part. Uh huh. And so yeah, I'll come back to it. And then you're like, oh, wait a minute. Remember 45 minutes ago? This is what I was going to say. That's usually what happens. <laughs> or it's when I'm trying to, you know, explain it because I do it on purpose because all of a sudden it'll come right back in. But uh-huh. sometimes it's right at the end. So if I hard cut you and interrupt you later, that's fine. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> um, no, it, it's a good one. Yeah. I was going to say, so the main character, I can't remember her name. I think it's like Megan. I think Monica Kina. There you go. Um, did you see her in Night of the Demons, the remake? No, I think you had said, I think it's something you had said to me a little while back, but I haven't seen it. 
Yeah, her and Edward Furlong, and I really liked her in that one, too. She's a great actress. Yeah, Edward Furlong has made a little bit of a comeback recently. I know. <laughs> from what I've seen, which is good. You know, you like to see, hopefully, people get themselves out of stuff and come back and do good things, because I know he had his share of personal problems, as we all do. Yeah. We're all human, so hopefully he can bounce back, too, with that. Yeah. Um, I liked him. Uh, always did as an actor, but I'll have to check that out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I still have to. What was the one you mentioned? You mentioned one actually on the show I was a guest on, where the whole legacy began of us becoming awesome partners. But my friend John mentioned it actually. The movie he said, "Oh, that movie Rihanna mentioned," and you said you it disgusted you. Is it like Night of the Centipedes or oh, something? Oh, the or Human some? Centipede. Yeah, I think that's what it was said. But John's like, oh, that is, he, he agreed with you. He said it was disturbing. And John, I know John, he's, he's messed up. So if that disgusted him, he he's like us. Ah, he's a little twisted. So he's like, oh, that's gross. Like, yeah. uh, you know. That's so fucking gross. I, I can really It's just called centipede? That's the, it? No, it's called the human centipede. Oh, the human centipede. It's, I thought it was something else. Ugh, it's so fucking gross. Like, me and my mom. Now I want to watch it. it. Oh, God. You should watch it just so I'm not the only one traumatized. Um, yeah. Me and my mom watched it, and it's one of those things where it's so gross and disturbing. And, like, I've watched Hostel and Saw and all those, and I can handle those. But this one, I was like, this is fucking bad. Did you ever see uh, Faces of Death? Oh, yeah. Back in the, like, when I was younger? Yeah. Was I, 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 found, I, had, I had friends of, of my uh, family, <coughs> uh, these people that lived down the road from us when we moved uh, to a different part of New Hampshire when I was younger. And it was a friend of my dad and his wife, but in their house, they had faces of death. And I don't know what I was doing. I was in with, playing with their kids or whatever one day, but I found a, a video cassette, like, in there or whatever. And I was real young, like, not even double digits yet. I threw faces of death and they didn't know. But anyone out there that knows anything, I'm like, that's effed up. Like, it shows real, like, it was, I was real young. So, yeah, it bothered me. And then I stole it and watched it a million more times. Oh. So, no, no, it no, it was definitely something you should not see as a kid and maybe even as an adult. Yeah, but, I was bad. But it was definitely when we were kids, Rhiannon. And I'm a little older than Rhiannon, so I'm not trying to make her seem as old as me, but she's not. Oh, you're not you, that old. We're still you're young. Spry and youthful. <laughs> but when we were younger, remember, that was kind of like the... It was a kind of like two live crew back in the day. Like everyone had to yeah. you know, sneak it, watch it, but yeah. everyone knew about it, you know? Yep, and everybody talked about it too. Have you seen these faces of death? You'll never be the same. Yep, or Rotten.com. Do you remember that? Rotten.com? Oh, yeah, Rotten.com. I used to, when I worked at the hospital, I've told you when I worked security, when there was downtime or when I was working third shifts, it was like three in the morning. I would go on, I remember it was Ask Jeeves. Remember before yeah. like Google and everything was big, Ask Jeeves? Yep. And someone had said, oh, go on to Rotten.com. And that, you'd go there and look, what is it, look up real pics or whatever it used to be? All kinds of or shit. Or whatever, well, yeah. And then I, I used to sit there and I'd get a call and I'm like, shit! I'd have to run, run out of the library in the hospital and go down to fight people and go to the ER and see the real bit. Oh, the man. pictures were better. Yeah, there was some freaking nasty shit on there. Yeah, because it wasn't just death. It was like weird, like, you know, here's a picture of John Smith who was trying to sniff the inside of this garbage disposal when his friend bumped into the back of it and, and crushed him. You know, it shows him, like, hanging yeah. out of it. Yep, or people, like, shitting in their own faces. That was gross. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had forgotten about that. 
That was so See? fucking sick. Yeah. Oh. oh, God. I'm going down memory lane, though. Yeah. See, these are what wonderful things that shaped us, Rhiannon. One of the reasons we came to this point, doing shows and... Oh, fuck. That's so gross. Shitting on each other. Yeah. God, that, I think that was like the worst part because shit is just disgusting. And then watching them like shit yeah, I'm not a, on themselves. I, was like, I never understand people were into that sort of fetish thing either. Ugh, I had yeah. a friend of mine too, that uh, a buddy of mine too, I mean, he was he came to me real serious. I don't know, this is a real serious story because he came to me real dead serious. And it's no offense to people who are in any sort of fetish. <laughs> he was dating this girl. He was dating this girl, right? And he really liked her. And she seemed nice, you know. Like, dude, I'm, you know, and he told me he was like dead serious. This chick, he's like, I don't know what to do. She wants to lay in a bathtub and have me piss on. Oh. And he's like, I'm like, and I'm trying to be like a compassionate friend, you know. Or, or I'm like, is he? I'm waiting for the punchline, or is he? But he didn't break seriously. <laughs> so I won't tell you what the advice was. Um, but they didn't last too long. He wasn't overly comfortable with that. I think he, he he was considering pushing his own threshold to comfort, but it wasn't even a comfort threshold. It was just a yeah. Yeah, I don't sexualize human waste. I I, I can't do that. Yeah, no, neither. I'd be pissed if someone pissed on me. I'd be very fucking mad. But like I said, that was a tough thing trying to keep a straight face when he came to me with that. One. <laughs> You're like, are you are you serious? Trying to be a good You're friend. Like, I don't know. Piss on him. What <laughs> what do you say? I mean, yeah. Yeah, a couple of choices, I guess. I mean, you're going to say no and leave her piss on. I mean, what choice do you have? I guess, like, what kind of, kind of easy one. There's not much compromise in that. Uh, you know, can I just spray a little on you and then that would be good? No, it's one or the other. Can I just pee on you in the shower? Yeah, can I just, yeah, can I, can I pee in the shower and then you can get in and roll in it? <laughs> compromise, I don't have to look at it. Oh, no, I can uh, do it looking right in the eye. Oh, see, that's a deal breaker. Yeah. Yeah, I can't say I've, I've done that or would ever do that. Yeah, I'm not hung up, but that's, yeah. R. Kelly and that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Allison's probably listening to me. Oh, yeah, you're damn right. Like, <laughs> you're damn right you're not into that shit. <laughs> She's like, yeah, yeah, nope, nope. Yeah, but no. We've been together. Allison and I have been together. We're going to celebrate 12 years of marriage pretty soon and been together over 13 now. Dang. So those little freakish things would have already come out. Yeah. Yeah, those would have come up pretty quick. Yeah. Or at least within years. Um, so that's good. I don't have to worry about that. So you're, you're like on the home stretch now. You're good. You don't got to worry about it. Yeah, it should be. <laughs> I should be. Unless, unless if, she, if she ever gets like dementia or anything, and then maybe that's like her new thing. But I'll be old at that point shitting in my own pants, so I won't care. I'll look at all this. <laughs> you're like, here, you want this? <laughs> whatever. I won't, even, I won't even be able to see. So I'll be like, whatever. <laughs> I won't care. We won't care. We'll be shitting in each other, shitting in each other's pants. Each you know, other's pants. We'll be shitting our pants. <laughs> well, you know, we won't care. We'll be shitting I told in each other's pants. We're good. I'm still going to think you're hot even when you're back in diapers, honey. I'm still going to I'm going to grab you right by your depends. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, fucking shit. Right. Oh, man. Yeah. So oh, yeah. We were talking. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, I forgot what I was going to say now. No, my nose is all stuffed up. I'm like, <laughs> oh, you got to get some of that Afrin nasal spray. I, I squirted some of that before the show just in case because I felt stuffed. See, mm -hmm. there's that sympathetic thing to our periods lined up again. Yeah, exactly. That stuffiness. Do you yeah. have cramps right now? 
no, not right now, but I'll probably get some now. They're, they're coming all the way there. It's got a few miles to travel. Yeah. <laughs> so it takes a little time, but I'm sure I'll, I'm sure I'll tighten up before the show's over. <laughs> You're going to be like, oh, shit, I'm cramping pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm sitting, you see me start to hunch over. Mm. I like, oh, it's hitting. We're doing good. We're doing good. <laughs> yeah, so... I, I have had, Allie's watched Freddy vs. Jason. She likes it too. It's a fun one, getting back to FPJ. Um, so I recommend it to, I, I would give it the thumbs up, Rhiannon, in yes. terms of recommending it for people who haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. It's entertaining. Um, and it does pay homage on both sides as yep. much as they could. I think they did the best they could for an hour and a half. And I don't mean that it's not a fun movie or, in my opinion, a good movie. What I mean is you, you had a lot you had to get in and with the story, trying to figure out the best story with you know, everybody involved, and I think they put out a pretty good product. It's fun, and Robert Englund's in it. I believe it's his last time playing Freddy, yeah. right? Since yeah. He hasn't done anything since that in terms of movies. I know, but I heard so, that he wants to do another one. Like he's got another I've one. heard that, too. I hope so. Put that out to Robert Englund. He's here. Yeah, I've heard that, too. So please, Robert, come back. Yes. And the great thing about Robert, the people are saying, because oh, he still seems pretty pretty spry. I've seen him at conventions and things like that. People that have posted uh, video, you know, convention videos. Mm-hmm. He seems pretty spry. And I'll say it's a situation where they put the Freddy makeup on. So he's kind of ageless anyway. So if he can still move around, yeah, um, I'd love to it. see him. I guess it depends on if his heart's still in, but it seems like it is. It seems yeah. like he's still he's burning to do it again. Oh! oh, oh. <laughs> the wit is endless, Rihanna. His, that's one thing I really do like about Freddie is his just smart-assy one-liners. You're like, that's fucking funny. And they can be scary and funny at the same time. I just love the shit he says. Like, whenever they're up there fighting and he's like, hey, asshole. Uh, that is so funny that you say that. Because that is one of my favorite parts. Of hey, asshole, I'm here. And yeah. I, I love that. <laughs> I do love that scene. Yeah. And I always hate it because the TV version cuts that out for obvious reasons. Yeah. Sometimes they don't. But, and it ruins that because they cut out a lot of that banter. Mm-hmm. That was funny. Man, the yeah. torpedo. Yep. So I loved that part. Um, the the guy, the boyfriend, did you know that was John Ritter's son? Yeah. Yeah. I, I was actually reviewing that today and I had looked that up too. I, I was thinking he looks a lot different. Mm-hmm. I saw him on uh, Wikipedia picture. He had like a facial hair. Oh. And I'm used to him be having that baby face when he played Will in Freddy vs. Jason. Mm-hmm. Um, is his name Jason Ritter? Isn't that what it is? Tyson Ritter? Is it Tyson? No, Jason. I believe. Isn't it? Let's look that up. Let's look. Let's have our producers look that up. Can someone look that up? You see how professional we can get? Let's see. A producer's Jason. looking things up. I thought see? it was Tyson Ritter, but I might be wrong. I don't know how many Ritters no, there are. It's Ritter, and I just looked it up a little while ago, and I should have it. It's not Will Ritter, because Will was, I thought it was Jason Ritter. It's Jason not. Ritter. Yeah, you're right. Oh, my, I'm yeah, right. Jason See, Ritter. I knew I was right. I've been wrong before, Rian, and as I tell my, my, my family, I was wrong. It was this one time where I thought I was wrong, but I really wasn't. <laughs> that was the one time when I was wrong, so I thought I might be right on that. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. Jason sure. Tyson Ritter yeah, is actually Ritter, All-American see, Rejects. Now, who is the actor? And this I meant to look back up, too. There was an actor who I believe passed away not long after that had the role before Jason Ritter, but he had a substance problem. 
so they, yeah, so that you could find that easily, and I should have written that one down. Um, yeah, but you'll say, ask who the original Will was on Freddy vs. Jason. You'll know the actor, and some people might be screaming on the screen right now because they know who it is. I know. I'm trying to look it up. But it was actually someone that they, they had hired, um, and it, someone who was pretty well-known that I believe died of heroin. Uh, heroin but it was pretty, oh, shit. Did you know Rey Mysterio was in it? That I didn't know. I didn't know either. I just saw it. He was the jumper. Oh, you know, I didn't recognize him without the mask. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> if I had seen one of the masks, you know, mask. I've always wanted to know what he looks like. Like, I, I've searched a few times just to kind of see what he looks like. <coughs> didn't he, un did he unmask at some point? I believe he did. Didn't, I could be wrong about that, but I think they unmasked him at some point. I'm sure he did. I didn't see that one, but I know I used to always try to Google it, and this is yeah. before Google was super huge. I would try to Google what he looked like, and there was nothing on him. And I know a few years back I found it, but now I forgot what he looked like. Yeah, I'm not a giant wrestling fan anymore. I never, you know, I, I, I like the old, you know, back in the day, the Ultimate Warrior stuff and, not, you know, mm -hmm. all that. Um, and, I, and I did watch around the Triple H time, like when he first came in, as you oh, know, like yeah. in the early 2000s, like the Attitude Era. I liked that when I was younger mm -hmm. and old. But I haven't watched a lot. It, it, got, it, it fell off a little bit for me. Mm -hmm. And as I got older, I, I purposely got myself stuck in that, that Attitude Era. And that's why I stay. So I still send you, Rhiannon, the Triple H stuff and the Stephanie stuff and the old Stone Cold stuff and all oh, that yeah. motivational stuff, guys. Yep. So Brad... It works for us. It totally does. And I mean, we were huge wrestling fans, and like that era is the era I liked. You know, yeah, with, uh, yeah. Eddie, Eddie Guerrero and, you know, when John Cena wasn't an actor and he was... Right, right. in The Rock, back yeah. before, you know, back in the day. Yep. So Brad Renfro is who is supposed to play Will. That's what it is, I Brad Renfro. Yeah. I didn't know that though until you said something. Yeah, there, there's a um, I I'm not sure what what documentary I'm not I'm. Dan Farrens is who who Larry Zerner talked about, and I connected with him on Facebook. Give Dan a shout out out there. Mm -hmm. He did a documentary. Uh, he did the J, the Friday the Thirteenth, and also the Nightmare on Elm Street documentary. In one of them. Oh. They detail Freddy versus Jason, and I believe they may mention Brad Renfro in there. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if it's in that one, but there was another one I saw you can find out there where um, they discuss him. Because I guess he, had, from what, again, this is, my memory's a little hazy on it, but I guess he came in for some reason, was hired for the part, um, but was really messed up at that oh. time, and they couldn't they couldn't keep it. So then they brought in, John, you know, John Ritter's son, Jason Ritter. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, that one thing, I, and it's not, I think the acting overall, some people have knocked, but it was, it was kind of campy, which a lot of them yeah. are, so, you know. Yeah, no, it was all, yeah, a lot of it was campy, but it's like, that's what we kind of love about them, too. You know? Well, yeah, you're, you're not looking, like, to be moved when you, you know, we didn't go in the theater going, all right, now I want to learn a life lesson here. Really fun. You, know, you, 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 you know, you're going in, you know what you're going in for, you if it's too, you don't want it to take itself too seriously. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of want the old feel of the movies that we used to watch, you know, yeah. like that 80s feel. Fun. Yeah, I looked up, um, was it um, Kelly Rowland, who was in Destiny's Child. She was in it. Yeah. And and uh, it was funny because I was looking her up, too, just looking up people, what they're doing now. And she's actually married to Tim Witherspoon, who... Um, was a boxer back in the day who I used to watch too so I didn't know they were married 
I guess I'm behind the time because I think they've been married for a few years. Dang, I didn't know but that. But they, Tim Witherspoon, he was a pretty good fighter. Um, but they're married. I didn't know that. Um, huh. So maybe not now because it was like an hour ago when I looked it up, and sometimes these yeah, they kind of break up real quick. <laughs> but, I'll, yeah, but I'll check it before you know when we're done. I don't know. Are they know. still together? Um, but it, but if Tim is watching up there, he was a badass. So I'm just kidding. I don't want to see him at a convention. Have a terrible Tim come at. He'll be like, I remember. He's getting up there in age, though. Mm -hmm. Maybe I can take him. I'm gonna take him. Mm. She was so, in um, one of the Halloweens too. Was it Resurrection that she was in? Was she? That was her in that one too. I know. Or was it Tyra Banks? Oh, it was Tyra Banks. I was it Tyra Banks? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was like around that time period, though. Yeah. With that whole, like that whole, um, you know, that type of music, the whole that whole sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she was in with Busta Rhymes. I remember that. Yeah. And a lot, of, a lot of people didn't like that one. I love Busta Rhymes' music. His I'm a music, big Busta yeah. Rhymes fan. Um, but in Halloween, yeah, that was. Um, Resurrection was not the strongest entry in the series. No. Um, but it, it was uh, had its entertaining parts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. That's actually one I did but, see in the theater. I forgot about that one. See how memorable it was. Yeah, you know what's funny? I did too. I just remembered that too. <laughs> and I was in Florida when I, I was know there. why you did. I know exactly why you did because you had seen H two on the theater like me, and you you, would, you loved it. So right when Resurrection came out, and you saw Jamie Lee was in it because they they pumped. We didn't know she was going to be in it for five minutes, mm -hmm. but they pumped it up. So we went and thought that it was going to be something like that, and it wasn't. Yeah. So. Yep. But I was living yeah. in Florida when it came out. So, you know, down in Florida, everybody was all for Busta being in there. And it was like, it was so packed and so fucking loud. It was obnoxious to where you couldn't even, like, really concentrate on the movie. And every mm -hmm. time he'd come on, there, you know, people are yelling, Busta, fucking Busta. And I was like, holy yeah. shit, you're, like, ruining the movie. And you're a purist, so you were getting mad. Oh, yeah, I was getting mad. I was like, this is fucking I, Yeah, I saw that in the theater, too. Like I said, I was I was pretty... I will say I was disappointed compared to H2O. Um, I really loved that one. You know, one of, Resurrection's one of those ones that every now and again, like, just if you haven't seen it in a while, you're like, oh, shit, I forgot this was around. You know, let's put it in. Yeah. So it can be cool. Yeah, I, I saw... Um, <laughs> speaking of movies I saw in the theater where I didn't get into it, I saw, in, uh, again, Friday the 13th, 8, Jason Dix, Manhattan, in the theater. Dang. And it was in Nashua. They had come out with a, a theater. I don't even know if it's still around, but it was called Mirror 8. It was new then. And I don't know what the name of it now. It's probably changed the name. Mm -hmm. But I had met this girl at a wedding. I was, this was, remember, uh, Jason Dix Manhattan came out in like 1988. Mm -hmm. So I was young. But I met this girl at a wedding. It was a, I was with my family, whatever. She was with family, whatever. I must have met her. I was a young kid. Mm -hmm. So we hadn't seen each other. Little kids, you know, it was all cute. I, Every now and again, call her and say, hey, how you doing? She'd say, oh, great, and hang up, and she's my little girlfriend because I was 12, and she was 12. <laughs> but I remember saying, hey, let's go to a movie, oh, right? She said, for the first time we were ever going to see each other, you know, since this one time we had met at this wedding for mm -hmm. an hour, and slow danced. Aw, you slow yeah. danced. Yeah, so I say, so what's my, she says, okay, I'll go to a movie. So my suggestion, holy shit, Friday 13th 8's coming out, this is perfect, because I have to see that, so, so. <laughs> I'll never forget, I, first of all, I, I effed up right away, right? Because I, I, I'm not <laughs> thinking that maybe she won't be into this. 
know. So we go to the theater. First of all, we went at like three o'clock or whatever the earliest showing was. The matinee. In the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And on like a Thursday or Friday, it was some ridiculous, yeah, it was ridiculous. So I decided, she's like, I'm going to bring a friend if you don't mind. My mother's going to drop me off. I said, oh, Fred, I'm going to bring a friend of mine, my friend Chris. So we go, where they, first of all, we're the only four in the theater. There's no one else that, like, that went at all. And I seemed cheap right away because I remember I went up to the window. And they said, and I, was, I think I was 13 actually at the time, by the time the movie came out. But I tried saying I was 12 to save a buck. Because I think yeah. it was cheaper if you were younger. And like, I feel like her, but they didn't, I don't remember what, how it was back then, because they didn't have an issue with me going in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a rated R movie. I don't remember, your, remember if maybe her mother said it was okay if we win or my, you know, whoever was behind me or whatever that was mm-hmm. brought us. But I, then I remember um, she kind of looked at me. And I remember even then thinking this chick must have like, cheap, even though like, I was 12 or 13. <laughs> so at that point, I think I had already turned her off. Like, in terms of liking me. So, we go in the theater. It was the most uncomfortable effing time that any of the four of us had ever had. First of all, it's Friday 8. And it's not the most, it's not the best entry in the series either. No offense to Keanu or anybody else in that movie. But she wasn't into it. And her, she's sitting with her friend. I, can, I remember, like, we all looking, like, straight ahead. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I could feel it even then. You know, I'm like, this chick is not like me. She just wants to get the fuck out of here. Aww, so like the movie ends, yeah, the movie ends, and like we, she, they heard her friend were out of there, and we never spoke again, and that was it. That's my story that I went into this long drawn out story about what happened <laughs> at the movie theater. But I think I blew it all. So it, it taught me a valuable life lesson. I think where I really blew it. Number one was the pick of the movie. I decided that I wouldn't bring like a first date to like a, a death movie like that. And also when I tried to be cheap. And get the cheaper price on the ticket. You know, I remember my old man, my stepdad, when he was alive too, I told him, oh, don't do that. <laughs> you got to do that. Before. If you're going to do that, you got to make sure she's not there. He said, don't do it with her over your shoulder. <laughs> I said, well, I said, well, dad, I, I didn't know she was over my shoulder. I said, well, that, he said, that's a rookie mistake. You'll learn. Aww. And I did. I learned. Yeah. See, I would have been like, shit, yeah, get the cheaper price. Say your yeah. name if you have to. <laughs> yeah. But we didn't ever speak again. Yeah, that was it. I blew it. So thanks a lot, Kane Hodder and Friday, uh, not, yeah, Friday the 13th, uh, Jason Dakes Manhattan. <laughs> Bud, Bud didn't take the date because I, that was it. Well, Jason killed everybody, including my relationship with that girl. <laughs> yeah. So, but I'm lucky though because I, I ended up with Allison. I don't say ended up. I got without because of it. Everything happens for a reason. Yes. So my heart was broken at 12 years old, but it bounced back. Mm-hmm. You're resilient. Very. <laughs> But I do remember it was, um, I do remember being upset with that movie because it really was, people have said it's like Jason takes a boat instead of Jason takes Manhattan. It really was. I mean, even at that age, I was like, as soon as Jason gets to New York, but what? And then New York looked so much like Vancouver. (laughs) That's where they filmed most of it. Oh, okay. See, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. Oh, you haven't seen it? No. Oh, you're missing out. Sounds like it. Sounds not. Yeah, it's it's not the best entry. Um, so, uh, but it's still it's one of those entertaining ones though. Mm-hmm. But I do enjoy Seven, which Kane Hodder was in too, which I referenced earlier. In Blood. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the Carrie versus uh, Carrie Tina Laura Park Lincoln plays character yeah. Tina. I did see. It was that like one. A, yeah, I, I like that one. Mm-hmm. Allie likes that one too. I think it's because of the badass chick thing. Yeah, you know. Okay. So that one was I said. Good. 
I watch her and she's she loves it. I'm like, wait a minute, I always say I'm Jason. So this girl's kicking Jason's ass and you love her. What what are you doing? What are you seeing here? But no, she likes it. She likes it. So yeah. That one was good. And I think the first one I saw was six. Whichever wherever he got resurrected was the first one yeah. I saw. Jason Lives, nineteen eighty six, part six. Okay. With Tom Matthews. Yep. Speaking of people, hopefuls will get on the show soon. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I reached out to he, Tim. Uh, Tom responded, and I got back to him with his request that he asked for. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. Uh, yeah, we'll put that good energy out there. And I told Tom, I guarantee you. I said, I think you'll have. Well, I don't think. I guarantee you'll have fun on the show. Ask around. Mm-hmm. Ask around. Or just watch the shows. Yes, that would be super. But cool. no, that would be awesome to have uh, Mr. Matthews on the show. I know a lot of people. Uh, we I loved him in part six, and. We also loved him as Freddy in Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I really liked that. And I believe that was 1985, if memory serves me right. So I believe he did that one. And then he did um, Jason Lives right around the same time. Okay. So yeah, he was, uh, he was all over the place back mm-hmm. in those days. Yeah, I like him. Um, yeah, I do out of the living deads, I think my favorite one is Return of the Living Dead 3. You know what's funny is I was going through Primal like I do because I still, you know I haven't done I'm embarrassed to, I haven't told you because I knew you'd yell at me. I still haven't watched Evil Dead. I bought it. I told you when I bought it, I still have it. I started watching it. I wa- I'll tell you where I watched. <clears throat> All of a sudden, there's like this thing racing, you know, and they're in the car. And I saw your... I saw your husband, um, was it Bruce Campbell? Yes. I saw him at the beginning, but I, see, because I, I don't know much about, there he is. I knew he was in the background. Man, I see him staring at you. He's actually staring at me like, like, hey, what are you doing? Like, he's keeping an eye on me. Yeah. And he's right over your shoulder. <laughs> yeah. That's he's watching everything. Ride or die, right? Ride or die. Yeah. <laughs> but I saw him in the beginning, which I thought he was, I don't know anything about it yet. And, and but I want to watch it. I want to watch it. So I'm going to. You have to. Um, and I had another whole point to that. I was talking about going, I was going to talk about going through my prime list. We were talking about a different movie. I probably really interrupted you again, as I often do. No, you didn't. I'm just trying to remember what. You said something about you saw the part going through the beginning. The rolling through the beginning. Oh, yeah. But I was. T- we were talking. You had mentioned some other movie, too. We'll remember it. But no, I, I do have to watch Evil Dead. I have to watch that one again. Too. Yeah. But we were talking about Tom. Oh, that's what it was. Ding, ding, ding. Return of the Living Dead. I didn't even know there was like a part two and three until recently. And I was going through the prime stuff. And it's on Return of the Living Dead. I went into the you know, other movies you may like. It was a while back. And Return of the Living Dead 2. And Tom Matthews is in that as well. Oh. Which I didn't know. I'm like, wow, I feel like. I'm almost afraid to admit it. It's almost like if you admit you're an alcoholic because you don't want people to know that you didn't know these things. You know, I didn't know that Tom Matthews, I didn't even know there was a return to living dead too. So I, I didn't people like, you're not a, people like you're not a purist. You haven't seen evil dead. You don't know shit. Yeah. You know Tom Matthews was in return to living dead too. You don't know shit. (laughs) Yeah. But I got to see three as well. Yeah. Three is, I love three. What is it? Is that the, that's not the rave to the grave one. Is, it, is that one of them or something? No, it's one it's where a, I think it's a few. She puts like glass and stuff in her face and 
she's kind of like still half human, but half not. Um, and she has to like eat flesh to feel better, but she's not completely turned. It's really weird, but it's so good. And like she rips this dude's spine out by his head. She rips him up. It's so good. Do you know what just hit me? Hmm. It just hit me. We should do a watch party where we watch like Evil Dead. Yeah. And you can help me watch it and break it down as we go through it. We can tell it's like a rip track. Not really, but I can watch it. Mm-hmm. And I can lose my evil dead virginity right on the air. That'd be cool. That would be cool. So you That'd can see cool. my shock yeah. and um, and everything else. Yeah, we could, we'll think of something like that. I've never done a watch party, so I don't know how to do it. But I haven't either. No. I don't know. I'm a, we're both scared, but I think if we hold hands and jump at the same time, we'll be fine. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to figure that out. We might have a copyright issue, so we'll have to look into that more. I think if we overlay it or if we do something like that, if you, if you kind of do something to where you're not putting out like the original movies, we'll, we'll look into it. We'll figure it out. Hell yeah, like a commentary. Well, tell you what, we'll have the people that work for the show research it. Okay, everybody? Yeah. Research that. Yeah, guys. Can you guys everybody. Can you, if you can hear the type, yes, thank you. And you can hear the typewriters and all the things going off everywhere. That's people. Yeah, <laughs> we're on. We're on it now. Oh, Larry Sarah out there. We'll make sure that he studies the legalities of it. Yeah, make sure we do yep. it. See? Actually, now that I said that, I will ask him. Yeah, Larry, are we allowed to do that? Because he'll tell us yes or no. Yeah, see, great idea. And then, and then Friday three will be when we break down. We'll have Larry because he said he'll come back on. We'll have him help us break down three. Yeah, it's a great idea. So, yeah, say so Larry, look at how much your throat was gashed wide open. How many stitches did that take to <laughs> to close up after the shoot? <laughs> Kind of like when Chris was head, I told him it was great because he stayed in character when Jamie Lee cut his head off. And yeah. He said, you never blink. He said, you have to stay in character. <laughs> so I wonder how, how long it took them to reattach Chris's head. It looks great. You would never know like it cut off. Yeah. And he keeps coming back really, more. So. Really good seamstress, obviously. A seamstress. A very, very good seamstress. Yes. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, yeah. Real quick. One of the parts I did not like, though, in Freddy vs. Jason, I didn't like the caterpillar. Like no, it, it's yeah. funny because I saw something again about with Brad Cinema Study when I was watching that review, and they had some of the effects from like the original Nightmare and some of the um, earlier movies that were. I didn't like that either. That worm thing, yeah. CGI it was too. I didn't think it was necessary at all. No, it, it, it was. It was kind of cringy. You know, as a big as a fan, it was one of those rare moments where you're almost annoyed because it seems like it's making a mockery. You know, it's so ridiculous that it's not scary. It's stupid. Yeah, like Alice in Wonderland type caterpillar. It was just... Yeah, like this... I, if, I, if I'm if i in the mood, I'll watch a Cheech and Chong movie. If I wanted to watch Cheech and Chong, I'd go watch Cheech and Chong. But I, I didn't... I didn't think it fit. I don't know if it was just an opportunity to try and sneak in that CGI, but... Shouldn't have done it, though. Or if they were going to do no. something like that, do the practical effects with it, like they did in, um, was it number three? Was it Dream? Actually, that's what I, it just popped into my head. That's what Brad was referring to as Nightmare 3 with the worm where Freddy, they actually do the practical effect where they built that. Yeah. And he actually showed that versus the worm, how much better that 87 part oh, of three was. Okay. I was watching this documentary the other day, and it might be the one that you were talking about that was on all of the Nightmare on Elm Streets, every single one they hit. And um, they showed, like, the guy, I can't remember his name, but he's the one that had at first sculpted the uh, worm. And they said it looked like a penis or something like that. Looked too phallic. Yeah, that yeah. was. It was Dan Farrens. It was, he, he was the director of um, 
Um, oh, is it Never, Never Sleep Again, I believe is the name of the documentary. Oh, okay. And it, and it does. It's If people haven't seen it out there, it's brilliant. Mm -hmm. I believe it's right around five hours, which, which seems like a lot, but it's not. Mm -hmm. um, and it breaks down all that, and it has all the people involved. And they were mentioning Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3, and how what Rihanna was referring to is that sculpture when they walked in, in the movie, for the people that haven't seen it, or refresh the people that have, it's more about greenish, kind of dark gray, kind of slimy. But they said when they walked in originally and started being worked on, it was like pink. It was like <laughs> flesh color. So it looked like a big schlong. They're like, this is so foul. We can't have this in here. And I don't think that was intentional. It wasn't like it was Nightmare 2 where they were putting little things in there. Yeah, like yeah. I think they... It was one of those things you don't realize it while you're, like, working on it. Because mm -hmm. you're so focused, you don't realize when, when people walk in. But I guess... And I can see it now that you even see it in part three. Like, if you put a different color on it... Yeah. You could see where it'd be... It's a huge dick. <laughs> yeah. But it came out great in, yeah. in part three. But, yeah, the, the worm definitely didn't do it for me. Especially the worm. The worm's sitting there smoking a bomb. This is Freddy versus Jason. I'm not... <laughs> You know, it's so weird. It wasn't really, it didn't do it for me. Yeah. I'm a normal guy, man. When I go to a Freddy or Jason movie, I want to see death. Yes. I'm a normal bunch of animals, you know? killing and all that. Not a fucking worm smoking a bong. And the guy kind of reminded me of uh, Jay and Silent Bob. Remind me of Jay. Yeah, it was It was just, yeah, too much. Like yeah. like the scene, a lot of people have ripped on the scene where they're at the card table and the cop walks in just randomly. Yeah, just like walks them. in. Hey, guys. And it's like, hey, like, and it's so bad, that scene. It is bad. Mm -hmm. The certain part I fast forward through. Because, again, I'm not there for the dialogue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. His name was Jason Voorhees. How do you know yeah. that? And everything, nobody, like, really questioned, like, the non-reality of it. Everyone's pretty cool with Like, no one seems to, like, go, wait a minute. This, this doesn't, none of this, they're like, oh, yeah, that's natural. Mm -hmm. And then she just conceptualizes somehow, I get it. Wait a minute, Freddy's afraid of fire, Jason and water. How can we use that? What? Where did you ever pull that out of your crack? Yeah. Because I don't even know when I So then and then all of a sudden it starts. But again, it was one of those things, it's a movie. Alison always says to me, my yes, wife, that's true. Dave, it's a movie. Just take it for what it is. You try and make everything literal, you're gonna drive yourself more crazy. You're like, how the fuck did that make sense? Yeah. Um, no, it's a I don't know. What's that? Uh, I was going to say something about what you just said. I just can't remember what it was. Did you have a brain freeze? Did, did you just pull a barbino? Yes. It's, totally it's, coming you. The, it's coming through the computer. We were talking about the worm smoking a bong and you had a contact high from talking about it. Yeah, because there was so much freaking smoke in there. Right. Right. <laughs> he does blow a lot of smoke in there. He actually gets uh, Silent Bob. Was it Silent Bob's? Jay. <laughs> looks like he gets him ripped just from blowing in his face. He's all, That's some good shit. But then, then that scumbag ate all the hypnosil. Yeah, dumped it all down the drain. Yeah. As he was pretending Freddy was twitching a little. And then people didn't like, too, that they, the, the dude injected Jason with the hypnosil and somehow Jason passed out, although he's a resurrected zombie several times over in that movie. So I'm not sure how tranquilizers would affect him, since bullets don't. Oh, I didn't even think about it that. It knocked him out. He, somehow a, a zombie can sleep. So I wasn't sure. So again, one of those little plot holes. Yeah, I didn't even think about that part. Yeah, you're not supposed to. Uh, yeah. That's what, 
Allison tells me that too. You're not supposed to. You ruin it. She gets annoyed with me sometimes because I'm ruining the fun of it. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll watch something like, that couldn't happen. Let me tell you why. And she's like, I don't want to hear why. You know it can't happen. We're not watching a fucking documentary. <laughs> Let me tell you why. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, you know what, this is, this is bullshit. I, I, I know I wasn't going to say anything. It's like, you're right, babe, you did say that. I'm like, but you know that's impossible. <laughs> you just keep slipping in there. Yeah, it's a movie, but it's impossible. Yeah, my wife really is, weird. My wife has learned to do what I know a lot of people like that I tell it's okay. When I get on a roll sometimes, people, you can just zone out. Mm-hmm. And as long as you nod politely, even if I know you're not really paying attention, I'm cool with it. Mm-hmm. And I think my wife, but my wife says, no, I'm always paying attention. But I think sometimes she's just, she's, she's mastered. Agreeing. Yeah. 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 Best way. Uh-huh. No, I'm scared. <laughs> I was trying to pretend like yeah. I'm just agreeing with they, you. Exactly. But you and I have dealt with uh-huh. each other so long, and you're allowed to do that, too. <laughs> Allie, Allie will tell you some of the tricks of it, too. But I think you're, you're learning pretty quick. <laughs> the things to just let roll off and the things to take seriously. And mm-hmm. I still really liked those messages, though, where you were pretty pissed. I'm like, oh, man, the person that crosses him, yeah, around, you, I would not want to Yeah, you liked that. Yeah, I was pretty hot. Um, <laughs> but I knew, too, just for the comedic value, like you said, I'm, I, I definitely am going to listen to those later on just for the, for the effect of it. Yeah, I listened to them twice. <laughs> I listened to them, actually, after I, I woke up that second time because I was still in some pain, but I was laughing when I listened to them. Yeah. Because I, was, I said, Allison, that morning, I said, yeah, I said I... I said, I left, I vented to Rihanna a little bit. I said, nothing directed toward her. I said, Rihanna and I, it's not, we love you. We would never do that. We have an yeah. awesome relationship. It's nothing like that. Allison knows that. But you, you were, I vented to you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it was wonderful because we vent to each other. That's what great friends do. Yeah. It's, and, we, and we make light of it later when we, sometimes you need to do that. Yeah. Um, just need to, you know, uh, let loose sometimes. So yep. it was yeah. fun. I took advantage of it. Other. And let loose. Mm-hmm. Well, but I knew like, you'd laugh at most of it. Well, even like through it, and you're like, and this isn't towards you. This isn't directed at you. I was, with, yeah. I was like, oh, just ran it. Just know this isn't for you. But I gotta, Country I gotta say this fucking, fucking because this. I'm just gonna vent. Just listen to me or don't. It has nothing to do with you, really. I'm just gonna say this, just me personally. Here we go. And it had nothing to do with you. It was just me venting about you know, life. Yeah. And you know, it's funny looking back because it was. If you look back, and we won't get into it, but. And I knew, knew, too, the stuff that I was upset with was so because of being overtired. It was ridiculous. <laughs> and the wonderful thing about Leanne and our, my friendship with Leanne, the people out there, she knows me well enough to when, like, she knows, just give it, like, certain time, and he'll totally laugh about it later. Like, don't just let him vent. And vice versa, like, with you, certain things when we're overtired. Yeah. Especially if you know the person and things they're saying are just, you know, hey, I'm going to vent. This is bothering me. Nothing to do with us, just about different things in life. And then later, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like wow, that, I, I was, Rhiannon, thank you. Well, I had a cunty moment. That's what I said. <laughs> thank you for listening to my cunty moment. I'm so sorry. I'm like, you don't got to be sorry. I said, <laughs> it doesn't happen often, so savor the flavor. But it does every now and again. Yeah. And it was nice to be able to vent. And speaking of vent, my friend John Mondu knows how that is. The aforementioned John Mondu that I grew up with. <laughs> We've both been in those country areas, but uh, <laughs> yeah, he takes it and vice versa, where he's a good friend. So. Oh, good. You listen to each other events sometimes. And my wife, of all people, she's caught most of it um, yeah. in terms of my venting at times over the past uh, 
13 plus years, mm -hmm. but I've done it for her too. So Allison doesn't bend. What do you mean? She's perfect. Oh, she's my wife. So you know she has to be <laughs> know, somewhat but... pretty hard, like in terms of yeah. If she can. Well, it's me. I told her though. It's, she's lucky too because I'm. I'm, I'm, they say men can, you know me well up to this day, men aren't innately nurturing. I'm very nurturing with my, my kids and mm -hmm. loving and kissing, but I'm also very alpha male, as you know, man. Yeah. I don't, so, but my, my point is I always tell them, I'm like, it's great you've been with me because I, I don't, like, I say it right away and I don't, like, I, if I have something to say to somebody or if someone's an asshole, they'll know it right then. I don't say it later to my wife. Yeah. You know, I say it right then. But I said, it's been good for my wife because it's toughened her up in life. Because she's she'll certainly she won't put up with that she may have before she was with me. She's a tough one, mm -hmm. but she's an absolute sweetheart too. Yeah, we we treat people accordingly. Yep. The sweetest people in the world, really. But not if you're not a good person. Not if you're cunty. Yeah, not if you're cunty. You're cunty go but my wife and I will put you in the trunk and we'll help look for you. <laughs> Don't test it. Yeah, trust you me. Win. Trust me. I got that one from Chris Duran. Actually, he put that meme up. I'll load you in the trunk of my car and help watch a search party and search for you. Don't fucking test me. <laughs> I love it. I love it because it's true. <laughs> yeah. Hollywood. Yeah, you should wave too. No, we don't know. Like, I don't know who that person is. Look like a librarian. A little Harley Quinn. <laughs> and we got Rihanna too. Rihanna's a badass too. So now we do the show too and we all get along great. That's even more good. Mm-hmm. Rihanna, I mean, uh, Allie loves you, and I know vice versa. I love her. She's amazing. Yeah, she encourages the fuck out of this connection, and it's mm -hmm. been wonderful in that way. Yeah. Um, it's, yep. uh, it's great, great partnership all the way around. Definitely. I couldn't have asked for a better, a better best friend and a better co-host. Yes. It's fine. I said this would be fun, too, because we were just going to roll. Mm -hmm. And I said, we'll probably talk a little about Freddy vs. Chase. We'll do a little bit of everything to see where, where it goes. Yeah. I've had fun. Yep, talked about Rotten.com, talked about Faces of Death, talked about Freddy versus Jason, talked about Halloween. Yeah, and if no one even watched, I would still, I'll, I'll still watch later just to see the fun times we have. Yes. You know, it's, it's weird. Yeah, we can let our narcissism out a little bit and watch each other. <laughs> We're so awesome. So pretty. God. <laughs> and we always, we always tell each other how gorgeous we are every day to keep our confidence up, as mm -hmm. we are. We look good for 25 years old. Yeah. You have an age today. <laughs> so, yeah, so we have what well, we will recommend Freddy versus Jason to everybody. Mm -hmm, definitely. And yes, and it's how it's we're getting closer to Halloween. So it's actually Halloween month Eve because we're the month before. So everybody out there, you're allowed to go watch horror movies now. Mm -hmm. And since most places won't have trick or treating, that's kind of all we have right now. Yeah. So go up there and watch Freddy versus Jason 2003. And then go out and watch H2O with our man Chris Duran, Friday 13 3 with Larry Zerner from yeah. 82. Um, or any of the Friday night. Oh, you got to mention Nightmare on Elm Street from 84. Go watch the original. Yes. There was a movie. I gave a shout out to my friend Shane Drew, too, who I grew up with. There was a movie we watched. I was trying to think of the name of it. And the movie was called Crazy People. It was with, I, I hadn't seen it since like 1990 when I was with him. But the movie had, I, the thing I remember about it, was it was a movie basically about truth and advertising, from what I can remember. But one of the things, one of the catchphrases was for a certain movie, said that this movie won't just scare you, it'll fuck you up for life. That was like the, you know, that, the realness and advertising. But see, I always think of that with Nightmare on Elm Street 1 mm -hmm. from 84, the original, because 
I don't know about kids today because they're kind of desensitized. That movie is freaky. It is. I was scared. That movie is effing freaky. And you know one thing, too, that we've talked about, Rihanna, and my wife and I have talked about, too, is I think a lot of people say a lot of the splatter and the really visual, like, right-in-your-face sort of horror, they're missing a lot of that 78 Halloween point. You know, there wasn't a lot of blood in the original 78 Halloween. It's the, you know, they're saying anticipation of death is often worse than death itself. Mm-hmm. So it's that, those sort of fears, it's not necessarily the literal, like always seeing the, the knife gouged through. Sometimes it's just certain, you know, fears or different things like that or the way a movie is shot that really brings that fear into it, that edge of your seat stuff. And Halloween does that in the original 1984. Nightmare on Elm Street definitely does that. Yeah. Um, so we implore people to go check those out and get more a little more scared this Halloween. Mm-hmm. And uh, watch some fun stuff. I'm going to go watch Human Centipede. Oh, man. Tell me what you think. Don even told me that that movie was disgusting. And John's disgusting, just like me. Oh. So if he said it's disgusting, I have to watch it. Yeah. That's weird logic. John said don't, and he and he's disgusting, and I'm disgusting, and he loves me because he's my friend. He said don't, so I'm going to have to go buy it. Yeah, you got to do it just because I want to know what you think about it. I'm going to make Allie watch it, too. Oh, gosh. She's going to hate it. I, I've, a couple times I've posted videos of, because I'll make, and Allie likes it. She likes to watch the horror movie because I fucked that girl up. But I'll post videos of me, like, watching videos, like, you know, horror movies and filming her reactions to certain things. I did it with It. Oh. Like, and she's, so I'll have to do it with, like, Human Centipede. I'll, I'll film, like, I'll, I'll send you the It reaction, too. Okay. So you're going to have to do, when you watch Human Centipede, you're going to have to do a reaction of Allison, because I guarantee you she's going to hate it, or she's going to walk out. Maybe she'll vomit. I want to get a really good one. No, her reaction videos are good, because they're genuine. Like, she... I try and catch her when she doesn't know I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. Even though I does not but I try and hide. Usually I hide the camera. She's so focused. Mm -hmm. You'll see it till like, the end, so they're perfect. Organic. Yeah, Yeah, and you'll have to post it. She's not going to be able to look away from this one. As bad as she wants to, she's going to be, like, so disgusted she has to watch it. Like a car wreck? Yeah. Yeah, She's voyeuristic. She'll dig that. And, well, um, I'll have to post that on Sinister Parliament. I'll post it on the page, the reaction to human centipede. Oh, Oh, man. You guys are in for a disgusting treat. (laughs) The things I put my wife through. She loves it. She's a glutton for punishment. (laughs) All right. So, I guess with that, then, um, you said you're going to watch it tonight, right? Well, I'm going to look for it on Prime. I'm not sure if Prime has it, but I will find it. I'm sure I'm sure I'll be able to find it. Yeah. And I will. And I will report to you as soon as I do. I'll report to you tonight. Okay. I'll tell you where. Oh, man. <laughs> and then the zombie Barbie-ness will come after me and make sure that I watch it. Yeah. I will. I'll be like, all right, now that you watch Human Centipede, time to watch The Evil Dead. Right. So you got to keep me to task with this. Yeah, I'll make you so a little If we're going to do the exits, I'll do one mine right now. Okay. Rian, Nicole, Zombie, Barbie, Bud Vino, September 12, 2020, exiting in about a little after 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Rian, and I love you. I love you. Thank you so much, as always. It's been great. We're going to do this again next week. And stay tuned. We've got some great guests out there, people that we have lined up already, and we're blocking in more times. People out there, go ahead and Email uh, since Parlor Podcast. You'd like to get on the show, um, and I'm going to let you give a shout out to everybody out there that helps so much 
in terms of sharing the show and my indie productions, give a shout out to them. Uh, my family, including my boys and my wife, Alice, and I love you, baby. Thank you for being born and quitting up with me. <laughs> not, not always easy, but it is an adventure. Again, Rhiannon, and I love you and everybody out there. Chins up. It's not over till you say it's over. Join us next week. You never know who will be joining us. Yeah. You never know. Intent. <laughs> who do we got? Oh, man. All right. So I want to thank you, as always, for being one of my best friends in the entire world, always being there for me, being my co-host. I love you so much. I love your family. I love I love hearing Allison laugh in the background when you're doing weird, like, funny shit on your voice messages. And she's like, ha, 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 just laughing. She's like, I'm I right. told her that today. I said, and I always say that. I said, Rihanna loves your laugh. She can't help it. She always does that. I crack her up. That's part of a good marriage. Yes. Laughing a lot. Laughing a lot. Thank yeah. you. You guys definitely got that. I'm so happy for you guys. I love you, too. Um, I want to thank, you know, my indie productions as well. Um, Johnny Ellenberger for doing our intro music and logos, artwork, all that good stuff. Uh, Chris Atella for doing our outro music and then the intro outro music for iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all that fun stuff. Um, I want to thank uh, Crazy Ink Publishing for publishing my books. I have Broken Halo and Broken Halo Blood Curse. My third one, Broken Halo Witches Game, will be out, I believe, in March. We are also doing a box set where there's going to be about 25 authors. Um, it's called Possessed by Passion. So if you're not following the website or the Facebook page or any of that, follow it now because you'll get all these updates. You'll get to see all of our covers, um, blurbs, kind of what it's about. We're going to try taking this box set to the top. So any followers and support would be fabulous. Um, I want to thank Spencer Gray and Scott C. Sanford for casting me in this new movie that's going to be coming out called Axe to Grind Part 2. Uh, we'll be filming in December, so I'm super excited for just to meet the cast and to just be part of this production. I couldn't be more grateful. And with that, I am done, and we will see everybody next week. What? One last thing, Rhiannon, if I could, before we go, happy birthday to Judy Allard out there from myself and my family. We love you, Judy, and to Lisa. The Consolidated Communication works over there. I promise to give Lisa a shout-out. So there's my two extra ones out there, and I'll give more next week. I love you, everybody. Thank you, Rena. We love you. Love you, too. We are, and Sinister Power loves you guys, everybody out there. Thanks for everybody that tunes in and everybody that helps out. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye. Love you.